Hi, and welcome to the Happily Ever After Again podcast. Join author and relationship coach Cherylee Swady as she explores marriage transformation for struggling couples. Forgiveness, healing, connection, love restored and renewed. Our history does not have to define us. In today's episode, we'll talk about connection ideas when you don't have time to date. Tune in for season one, episode three. Hi, and welcome to the Happily Ever After Again podcast. We are now on Season 1, Episode 3. Today we're going to talk about something fun and lighthearted. I'm really looking forward to it, and I hope you enjoy the show. So I'm wondering, are you having trouble connecting with your spouse? Do you feel like you just don't have time? Maybe it's work, maybe it's stress, maybe it's stepfamily life, maybe it's just taking care of the kids and the house and everything that goes along with being an adult in today's world. Do you find that the idea of date night sounds really nice, but it seems like a just unrealistic expectation? Maybe you find that after working all week and doing the house and taking care of the kids and whatever else you have in your life, all you want to do when you're done all that is just sit at home and watch a Netflix movie or maybe two movies even. But date night just seems like out of this world unrealistic. And you kind of know all the experts say that you're supposed to go on a date once a week, but really it's not going to happen for you. So what can you do? Are you doomed to having no connection with your spouse? Are you just doomed to a bad marriage because you can't have date night? Well, I want to offer you some hope. And today I'm going to offer you um, 11 ideas for connecting with your spouse when you have no time. All of these ideas can be done in 15 minutes or less, and they can definitely add to your connection with your spouse and make your marriage a better marriage. So are you ready for that? Um, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with dates. I definitely advocate for them if you have the time. That'll actually be the the subject of another show. But for today, we're going to talk about what we might call mini dates or just connection points. Okay, so are you ready? I have a list of 1 to 11. I'm going to see if we can reach all of them. We might not be able to get all of them uh, done today, but uh, we'll see how we do. Okay, so let's start the list. Okay, so the list, number one, ask a simple question. Ask the question, how are you doing? But instead of just saying it on the way to the kitchen as you're getting the kids out to play or on your way to something else and you're in a rush, stop and actually ask the question and listen to what the answer is. The problem with this question, how are you, is is it's used basically as a greeting. Like we say, hey, how are you doing? And we say, oh yeah, good. (laughs) And that's all we expect from it. So we don't think of that as a real communication tool. But if you ask the question, how are you? You stop, you look in your spouse's eye, you show that you're ready to listen. You could be surprised what they might actually share with you and just keep probing a little bit. Don't just take the fine, but actually ask how they're doing. Like, how are they doing physically? How are they feeling? How are they feeling emotionally? How are they feeling mentally, spiritually? You can actually get a lot of information just from the little question. And you might not, uh, your spouse might not be used to you asking that question. So the first time they might just say, fine. But, but just keep asking that and do that on a regular basis as a, a way to check in with each other. So that's number one. Okay, so number two. Number two is go for a short walk. So even if you have just 15 minutes, it's surprising how much of a beautiful little walk you can have. My husband and I often do this, um, you know, at certain times, maybe when he gets home from work and we're both kind of tired, but we just go for that 15 minute walk. We feel better. In our case, we take the dog, but um, doesn't have to be with the dog. But going for a walk is a beautiful way to connect. 
It's also very healthy. It can get you out into nature and to see some beauty around you and just to make you healthier. So go for a walk. Remember, you don't always have to have two hours to stroll on the beach or go on a big hike. 15 minutes actually does a lot. Okay, so on to our next on the list is number three. Play a guessing game. Have you ever played guessing games when you were a kid or did you ever play guessing games when you were a kid? There's examples are like in my store or 20 questions or who's that person? Now, I confess that my husband and I actually um, do this still. Uh, before we go to bed, we'll just say, do you want to play a little who's that person? And uh, when we can't sleep, it's a way to just kind of get our minds off of whatever stress is going on to connect. Just kind of it's a fun thing it can be kind of flirtatious because it's a little competition and uh, you can be a little goofy and, and pick some funny answers or try to stump each other. Hopefully you've, you've played these games before, but if you don't know how, they're, they're very simple. You could even Google guessing games, but uh, or, you know, leave me a, a comment and I can give you some more instructions on that. All right, now number four is help with goal setting. So help with goal setting. This is really an interesting one because we tend to think that we know someone when we live with them. So we might not think of asking them about their goals because we kind of assume we know what they're going for. But the thing with goals and the thing with goals is that they can change all the time. We're always put into new situations like whether it's at work or whether with friends or our personal life and so our goals are always changing depending on our circumstances and everything in our life so asking about goals on a you know you know regular fairly regular basis is a really good idea just to check in and see what your spouse is uh, up to and what you know what they're looking towards now what's important to them now some things you can do as you ask this question is ask them what the goal is and if they say nothing you could clarify like in different areas of their life whether it's a game or whether it's at work or whether it's with friends or whether it's personal and then you could ask what are some of the challenges around this goal what are some things that are hard about the goal why is this goal important to them and then you could ask how you could help how you could give support to this goal so that's number four is help each other with goal setting. Just another note on there too about goals is we might not actually call them goals, but it's just things that we want to achieve. So for example, last month I had a goal of cutting down on my internet consumption. So I've become very aware of how the internet can suck up our time and just um, take so much from us if we're too involved in it. It's something I've really been trying to deal with in my life. Now that's a goal I did end up sharing with my spouse but it was a new goal. It was based on some things I've been reading and uh, coming to an understanding of. And it's not something that my spouse would have known unless I shared. So, um, you know, a lot of goals are just, they come up as, as we read things or we learn, we grow, they change. And that's why it's really nice and really important to check in on each other's goal goals um, on a periodic basis. So these goals can be really transitory. They can be just, you know, for a short time or they can be long-term goals maybe that are over a year to lose you know a significant amount of weight or to get a promotion at work but uh, whatever it is just talk about those goals because that can really help to bring you closer all right so um we're going kind of about uh, almost halfway through the list here so i'm going to take a little break here and go on to a segment that i call marriage media it's where i um, share something i've been reading listening to or viewing 
on the uh, topic of marriage. So here's the segment. Marriage Media. Hi, and welcome to Marriage Media, where I share something I've been reading, viewing, or listening to. Today, I want to look at a book I've read this week called The Invisible Woman, When Only God Sees, a special story for mothers by author Nicole Johnson. It's a little bit of an older book written in 2005. I actually ran across it at my sister's house where I was staying. I'd read it before, really enjoyed it. And it talks about the feeling that a woman has when she's just not seen. And she does a lot of work around the house and seems to be doing everything for everyone, but they just look right past her. I bet you a lot of us can relate to that uh, feeling that we have where we're just unnoticed. Um, in order to give you a feel for the book, I'm going to actually read um, a little passage here from it because I think it actually speaks for itself and then just tell you a little bit more of my thoughts. So this is from the beginning of the book. It says, now you see me, now you don't. It started to happen gradually. I would walk into a room and no one would notice. I would say something to my family like, turn the TV down, please, and nothing would happen. Nobody would get up and even make a move for the remote. I would stand there for a minute, then I would say again, a little louder, would someone turn the TV down? Nothing. Finally, in frustration, I would go over and turn it down myself. One day I was walking my son Jake to school. I was holding his hand and we were about to cross the street when the crossing guard said to him, Who is that with you, young fella? Nobody, he shrugged. Nobody? The crossing guard and I laughed. My son is only five, but as we crossed the street, I thought, Oh my goodness, nobody? Then I began to notice these kinds of strange things more and more because it wasn't only with the kids. I was in the grocery store looking for fruity pebbles. A clerk from the store walked by and I said, Excuse me, but could you... And he was gone. He walked right past me to help a woman further down the aisle who was having trouble finding extra fine sugar. She looked about 22 and just so happened to be extra fine herself. I was left on my own with the cereal hunt. Another night, my husband and I were at a party. We had been there for about three hours and I was ready to leave. I noticed he was talking to a friend from work. So I walked over, and when there was a break in the conversation, I whispered, I'm ready to go when you are. He just kept right on talking, and he didn't even turn toward me or notice that anyone was standing there. That's when I started to put all the pieces together. I don't think he can see me. I don't think anyone can see me. I'm invisible. So in this passage and throughout this book, the author really focuses on that feeling, and then she has a breakthrough where she's able to see her invisibility in a different light. I'm not going to share all of her answers with you today, but if you've ever had that feeling of being invisible, maybe especially as a stepmother or stepfather, I really encourage you to pick this little book up. Um, It is available on Amazon or anywhere books are sold. Again, um, it's called The Invisible Woman When Only God Sees. I will also link to the book in the show notes. Back to the show. Okay, so we're back now and we are going to go on to number five. Number five, play with your pet. So of course you have to have a pet for this one, but if you do have a cat or a dog, there's some ideas that you can do is get one of those laser wands and play with the cat or just a ball of string and let them chase. Or with your dog, you can go outside and chase a ball around. But the, the important thing is just to share in that pleasure of a pet together. 
because pets are really innocent. They're very sweet. They're funny. You know, really, animals are hilarious. And um, so sharing that joy together, sharing some of that uh, humor together. And that's actually you're killing two birds with one stone because you're, you know, being a responsible pet owner is to play with your pets and give them some mental stimulation. So you're doing that, but you're also sharing some time together. All right, so we're going on to number six. Okay, so this one's kind of fun. Number six is give a massage. I'll share something that my husband's love language is touch. And touch doesn't always have to mean lovemaking, <laughs> FYI. But massaging is an excellent way to connect. It's also very useful if you have a sore back or a sore shoulder or whatever it is. But it's a really excellent way to connect with your spouse. You can massage their back, their thighs, their feet, whatever body part is sore. And it kind of reminds me, I used to always say to my husband, like, married people shouldn't pay for, have to pay for massages. And uh, I, I actually agree with that. I still agree with that. Of course, if you want to pay for a massage, you know, that's great. But as a married person, if you can learn to help each other, like feel better uh, physically through massaging, what a wonderful way to connect and to save money. So that's a really nice way. It's very romantic. It builds connections. It's doing a service for your spouse. And, and then you never know what it might else it might lead to eventually too. Um, so yeah, that's number six. Okay. So the next one <laughs> kind of makes me laugh. It's a, a little funny. Um, I do find it kind of funny to talk about this next one, but it is something that my husband has done for me. And I have to say it is amazing. So, okay. So this next one is do a back scratch for your spouse. I'll just tell you a little story. When I was a kid, my mom, one of the things that she had a long-standing request for from the kids, like from us girls, was he. she was asking us for a back scratcher as a Christmas present. And she wanted one for years. And um, it took me a while, but I actually found one for her when I was a kid. And she was really happy about that. And she really thanked me for that. And uh, I don't know if it's an age thing, because I never really got what was the big deal about the back scratcher when I was a kid. I thought it was kind of a weird gift. But now, <laughs> like, I totally get the back scratch thing. So I really haven't researched. Maybe someone else knows if that's an age thing or not. But um, I think as, I don't know if it's when we're older, but a lot of us, we're like bears or dogs. We just have this need to scratch. And uh, if our spouse can help us out with that, I mean, <laughs> that's very free. It sounds weird, but it can be very nice. And it's a wonderful way to connect and to meet the need of your spouse. So I'm going to go. Okay, and just looking through with our time and everything, I think we're kind of running out of ideas. So I'm going to go to number eight and then we'll, um, the rest, if you're interested in getting the other three ideas, you can get them on my website. I'm going to give you the website address. I also link to it in the show notes. So, okay, so the address for that is at secondmarriage.xyz slash happily hyphen ever hyphen after hyphen again hyphen book hyphen free hyphen resource hyphen package. So I know that's a lot of um, so that's why I'm, I am going to link up to it in the show notes as well. Now, when you get that, that's called the Happily Ever After Again book resources. There's actually six different resources here that you have access to when you sign up. There is 
the one that I'm referring to is called 11 Connection Ideas. So you can just go in, you can actually have access to a bunch of other resources on there as well to help your marriage. Yeah, go ahead and link to that. I will, like I said, link to it in the show notes. But it's secondmarriage.xyz, then it's happily, happily, hyphen, ever, hyphen, after, hyphen, again, hyphen, book, hyphen, free, hyphen, resource, hyphen, package. Okay, so yeah, you can get it here for all 11 ideas. I'm going to go over just, just the last one here can get the rest if you want. So the last idea for connecting with your spouse, and again, these are very simple ideas. I know a lot of them you've probably already thought of. I'm not saying they're completely original, but they're really good to remind remind us of things that we can do to connect with our spouse, even when we don't have that time to date. Um, We have ways that we can connect that are really nice. Okay, so number eight is to enjoy a coffee date. So make some coffee, tea, or another beverage of your choice. Remember back in your single days, a coffee date was a very special occasion. So if you remember when you were single, whenever that was, however far far back that was, to go for coffee with a guy was like, wow, you're going for coffee with somebody. It was pretty exciting. So let's remember that and just treat it like more of a special occasion and bring back some of that glory. So if you can have a coffee together and really enjoy each other's company, just talk, connect, laugh, um, just enjoy it for what it is. And of course, it doesn't have to be coffee. My husband happens to drink coffee. I drink tea, but we enjoy that together. So those are eight ideas for connecting with your partner for 15 minutes or less, or less, especially for the times when you don't have a date night, in between date nights as well. So even if you date once a month or once every couple of months, you can keep that going in between with some of these uh, wonderful connection ideas. Just remember, you know, it's very easy to start to ignore each other if you're not deliberate about connecting. So take some time to to connect with some of these ideas. When you think of so when you think of trying to fit some of these things in, just think of where you can slot in little 15-minute pockets. Like maybe it's 15 minutes before both of you have to go to work or 15 minutes after one person gets back from work or you know, just instead of just going straight to doing your own thing, try to fit these little times in, these little almost you could say rituals in into your day together. What I'm going to ask is if anyone wants some homework for this week, I challenge you to try one of these ideas and post about the ideas in the Facebook group, which brings me uh, to mention, I should mention as well, is that there is a Facebook group that I wanted to share with you. Please feel welcome to come over. Okay, so the group is actually the Happily Ever After Again support group. And uh, it is a private group, so everything that's written in there is private from the world. You will have to wait to get permission to join, but you are welcome to go over there and get in that group. I'd love to have you there. Okay, so thanks so much uh, for your time. So this show will be coming out on Thanksgiving weekend, so I wanted to, it was recorded before that, but I wanted to just acknowledge that, wish you a very happy Thanksgiving. I hope you have a wonderful time with your family and with your spouse. Thank you and take care. God bless. In the last part of the show, we look at a Bible verse that usually will apply to something we've learned in the show. So today's verse is from Proverbs 18, verse 22. Whoso findeth a wife, findeth a good thing, and obtaineth favor of the Lord. So in this verse, we see how the Bible and God see marriage as a good thing, something to be seen as a gift from Him. So let's do all we can to appreciate our spouse, 
get to know them better and find ways to connect with them because they are a gift. All right, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for our marriages. I thank you for our spouses. I thank you that you're with us and that you gave us that special person to be with us for life and be a companion. Lord, help us to just get to know them better and to appreciate them and to have fun with the person that you gave to us, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Today's show is brought to you by the Happily Ever After Again workbook, Hope, Healing, and Love for Second Marriages. It's found on Amazon in both Kindle and paperback formats. Pick up a copy for yourself today.